0: Presenting the Knicks, Patrick Ewing. We are down to the final four. Let's bring in Commissioner Mark Tatum to steal this man's fate up here. Thanks again, Rachel.
1: The fourth pick in the 2019 NBA draft goes to the Los Angeles Lakers. The third pick goes to
2: The New York Knicks. What's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy. Coming to you with another Slizzy take. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. I appreciate everybody that be tuning in. Go follow me on Instagram, S-L-I-Z-Z-Y-T-A-K-E. Go follow me on Twitter, State of the New York Knicks, State of NY, the number one. Shout-outs to my guy, Mr. Mookie Mitchell. I appreciate everybody, everybody that shows love and support. I appreciate everybody that tunes in. I appreciate it. But, you know, State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 36. Knicks getting the number three pick in the NBA draft, part two. Now, it's just me. You know continuing to I won't say vent no more because I did I think I did enough on the last podcast segment, but I just want to get into a little bit more about RJ Barrett um you know getting the third pick. I also want to talk about Kevin Durant and the Warriors and what would my Kevin Durant pitch to the New York Knicks would be so let me get right into it man. Now, as we all know, the Knicks have the number three overall pick, so either they're going to draft R.J. Barrett or probably trade it for Anthony Davis, which I don't want. I don't want Anthony Davis on his team. He can stay in New Orleans, or they could send him to Orlando for all I care. I don't care, but I don't want him in the Knicks jersey. But, you know, when you, when you, when you talk about R.J. Barrett, he averaged 22.6 points per game, 7.8. 6 rebounds per game 4.3 assists per game And you talk about a guy Who We watched all year And A keyword I've been hearing Everybody saying Nitpick Everybody nitpicking R.J. Barrett Here and there On TVs On blogs Casual fans on Twitter Why are we nitpicking a man who's won mostly every high school award, the most high, most decorated high school freshman since LeBron James. We're criticizing a guy who is the second has the second most points in Duke history behind JJ Reddick. I, I I don't understand it. So, you know, you want to dig deep into RJ Barrett's past. You know he's the son of two former athletes. You know RJ dad, Rowan Roman senior Hooped at St. John's University represented Canada in the 2000 Olympics And now he's an assistant general manager Executive vice president for the Canadian national teams His mother, Keisha Was a sprinter at SJU Track and field team So His his aunt, his mother's sister Represented Jamaica in the Olympic sprinter In 1992, Barcelona Games So He has the genes of his family To become a productive player His stepfather, Steve Nash Steve Nash is a great two-time MVP player Who played on those famous Suns teams Which I love A seven seconds or less offense And his father and Steve Nash Played together on Canada's U19 squad In the early 90s But R.J. Barrett has a rich background Rich background Um, RJ Barrett's upbringing Also was versatile You know he lived in France Where his dad played professionally Until 2008 He speaks fluent French You have a Hooper Of Jamaican descent Who lived from 2003 to 2008 in France Before relocating to Canada While making multiple trips to visit family And Hoop in Brooklyn And New York So He has the New York blood in him. He has it in him. So I'm I'm liking what I'm hearing about RJ Barrett. You see how people say he's mature. He carries himself as a pro. He carries himself highly. He thinks of himself highly confident. Confident in in his abilities. That's what I need out of a Knicks draft pick. You know, I like RJ Barrett mostly because I like his fit next to Kevin Knox. RJ Barrett reminds me of Brandon Roy... With Grant Hill. Into one player. You know a guy who can play make. Run the floor. Versatile. You know that's that that's who RJ reminds me the most of. Is Grant Hill. Mixed with Brandon Roy. So you know. In 2015. RJ Barrett goes to. Moderate, moderate, moderate Academy. In Orlando. Now his coach. His high school coach. Who's coached. D'Angelo Russell, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. He's talked about R.J. Barrett, and R.J. Barrett is also thirty-five and zero as a senior, in which the year he won every single award, just like LeBron James. Now I want to, you know, cut the instrumental off real quick because I want I want you guys to listen actually to R.J. Barrett's high school coach, Kevin Boyle. Who also coached Kyrie Irving? Connect the dots. But I want you guys to listen to some of the things that he was saying about RJ Barrett.
0: I the basketball, and uh, he uh, just done a tremendous job there, managing those teams and, and organizing everything for Canada basketball. And he went around uh, to the various schools, looking at high schools. He chose this school as he thought the best fit academically and the best fit for him to grow his game. And develop. At first, as a freshman, he was a little bit lazy, and each year he showed incredible maturity to the point where I would let him decide if we had off as a senior, because I know all he wanted to do was win. And I was trying to gauge if the guys were tired, and I, I have a bad habit of over practicing guys. <laughs> and him and Andrew Nemark, the point guard from Florida, I gave it to them if they ever needed a day off as a team. I think they, they called for two the whole year. So they were just incredibly dedicated, incredibly mature. And, again, RJ, um, you know, to me, is just really, really mature. I think you see how he handled himself this year. You know, you have an incredible player in Zion with him. And, obviously, they're both great players. You can make a great argument for both to be number one in the draft. And Zion uh, deserved, you know, all the attention he got. But probably RJ probably deserved more attention than he received. And he was never jealous. He was happy for his friend. Happy for the team. And I think that's a rare quality in today's kids. He's not on social media a lot. He's a, he's a great fit because he'll develop with patience. And he'll be a five-time All-Star in the end day. Coach, thank you so much uh, for your time and your perspective. Uh, best of
1: luck. Uh-
2: so, you see the high school coach talking about R.J. Barrett. You see how he's talking about the kid being mature, the kid being a hard worker. And those are the things that I want to hear about my God. Those are the things that I want to hear about, you know, a draft pick coming to New York. Cause New York is tough, man. It's tough. We we have a tough crowd, and we, we when when you come to New York, man, you gotta you gotta you gotta bring it. You gotta bring it when you come to New York. You gotta bring it. You can't come to New York and play lazy or play like you don't want to be here. The fans will call you out, they will boo you. Another thing, R.J. Barrett is a lefty. So some of the awards that he won in high school that I didn't get into, was the the Major National Player of the Year Awards, the Gatorade Award, the Naismith Smith Award, the Morgan Wooden Award, All USA Today, Max Prep, and Mr. Basketball USA. The last high school player to do that, LeBron James, King James in 2003. And just like I was saying before, you know, R.J. Barrett, the first player in NCAA history, Division I. 850 points, 250 rebounds, 150 plus assists in a single season. Kevin Durant, Michael Beasley, Trey Young, and R.J. Barrett, only freshmen to score 850 points plus in a season. RJ Barrett Second in the AC Second in the Duke All time Point scoring list With 860 points So It's a lot of things That you could You could You you could like About RJ Barrett And mind you His high school coach Is the same guy The same guy Who coached Kyrie Irving So He gotta He gotta know talent And You know I, I read a lot of tweets and one of my favorite guys is Tommy Bear. I love Tommy Bear. If you are if you're a Knicks fan, you you're on Twitter, you 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 anywhere, you're gonna see Tommy Bear named somewhere. I love this guy. I love him on Twitter. He's always positive, he always speaks positive about the Knicks. And it's it's just I, I just love that guy, man. And so Tommy Bear. Appear, he He appeared on a show on MSG Networks, matter of fact, and they was talking about, you know, R.J. Barrett and, and and some of the things that he does. So I want you to get a little get a little listen about what Tommy Barrett said about R.J. Barrett. Give you a little little insight and what he was talking about and how R.J. Barrett can be a great player for the Knicks. But I want y'all to get in tune real quick about R.J. Barrett. Barrett
1: right, scored 13 points in every college game. The only college player in, in Division One to score at least 13 points in each contest last
3: season. You noted that according to the basketball reference within your article that the only other freshman players to score more than 850 points. And listen to these names. We heard Coach Boyle mention Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is one. Trey Young and also Michael Beasley. So you're talking about three guys that obviously were high picks when they came out of the NBA draft. Um, two guys that are having outstanding careers, and Trey Young was still finish, or just finished up his rookie season, but Kevin Durant, sure, Hall of Famer, back-to-back Finals MVP, and you put RJ within that group, and it just speaks to how he can affect the game, scoring the basketball at all three levels, as you mentioned. hundred um, percent. And the other thing is, it's not just a
1: scorer. Obviously, you know, he can put the ball in the bucket, can also dish the ball, can also rebound, average over four assists, over seven rebounds. Something to keep in mind to put it in context against the guys that are drafted this year. The three other point guards probably go in the first round Darius Garland, uh, Kobe White out of of North Carolina And uh, Carson Edwards out of Purdue He averaged more assists than all those guys Averaged more rebounds than P.J. Washington from Kentucky Grant Williams of Tennessee Those are top tier first round prospect forwards Um, So it's not, you know, if they, you know, best case scenario (laughs) <laughs> KD and Kyrie come. Uh, he can he can find ways to help the team without being a focal point. You know he he scored a lot in ISO um, and Duke. Obviously, you know he had a decently high usage rate, but it's not solely limited to
3: scoring the ball. He can contribute in other ways. Right, points, rebounds, assists. Great on the college level. How does his game translate to the NBA, and where do you think he projects as an NBA player? Multiple All-Star appearances, possible championships. Where do you think he shapes out?
1: Yeah, I think he definitely has All-Star potential. Um, you know, again, coming into the season, he was the number one rated player above even Zion. Um, you know, the, the, he's he's won at every level. Um, comes from a, a, a basketball family. His father uh, played at St. John's. A New York kid. I think he's the spotlight won't be too big for him. He won a college. Uh, went obviously won the ACC tournament in college. Won a high school. National championship, we talked to you know, just had his college coach on a little bit. Um, one at the international level in FIBA tournaments. Um, the bright lights in the and this uh, of Madison Square Garden are not going to intimidate this kid. And when you're talking about drafting a player for New York, it's just as important as attitude as his skill set. Um, so I think that's another thing that's kind of working in the favor of the Knicks with him falling into their lap. The 30th time.
2: Gotta love, gotta love Tommy Bear, bro. You gotta love that guy. You gotta love that. If I was to ever meet Tommy Bear, I'd give him a hug, man. I give him a hug. You got to love that guy. He he always is positive. S- Stefan Bondi, I hate him. I hate him. Oh, I hate Stefan Bondi. Oh, my goodness. He always talk negative. Frank Isola, I'm, I'm good with Frank Isola. But he, he gets on my nerves sometimes, too. But that Stefan Bondi... With his lion, talking about old oh, Frank Nilakina, one of the trade. But the, come on now. Come on, man. Come on, man. Stephen Bonnie, he kills me sometimes. I, I love Mark Berman, Tommy Beer. I love those dudes, man. Love those dudes. So you just hear what Tommy Beer said. The kid is versatile. 7.6 rebounds. You you could plug him in with KD and Kyrie. And he could pick and choose. His spots, Kevin Knox, Kevin Knox. This is why I like Kevin Knox with an R.J. Barrett in the future because Kevin Knox plays off the ball. If you watch Kevin Knox in college, the way Kyler Perry had him playing was off the ball. He was coming off screens, coming off pin downs, coming off cuts. You know, if you you listen to the Knicks Film School podcast, they had a guy on there a couple weeks ago, and he's talking about, the Knicks offense and how we had a bunch of first year guys and second-year guys who then set strong picks, or you had a dude like Alonzo Trey who you you, who, you would want him to get into the set, but he'll stop the set to call a pick and roll with Mitchell Robinson instead of moving the ball. So it's little things like that that goes into everything. So let me give y'all some of the notable Number three picks in the NBA draft. All right? Let me give you some of these number three picks, man. You got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Jalil Okafor, Joel Embiid, Otto Porter, Bradley Beal, Anus Kanter, Derek Favors. All productive NBA players. All of them productive. Jalil Okafor was a little bit of a disappointment, but I believe he will get his game better. But everybody's productive. Then you got James Harden, O.J. Mayo, Al Horford, Adam Morrison, Darren Williams, Ben Gordon, Carmelo Anthony, Mike Dunleavy, Paul Gasol, Darius Miles. The only guy who didn't produce on that list, I say, is Adam Morrison. And Skip Baylor said he would would never draft him. I remember that year. Skip Baylor said, no, no, no. I, I would not take that man. And then you got Baron Davis. Rafe I Oh I used to love Rafe LaFrance Remember that NBA Live 2004 <laughs> Him and Dirk Nowitzki You could shoot threes with him Oh man You got Chauncey Billups Sharif Abdurrahim Jerry Stackhouse Grant Hill Anthony Hardaway Christian Laettner Chris Jackson There's it, some names on there man It's Sean Elliott Michael Jordan Dominique Wilkins Kevin McHale it's some names on there. So Nick fans, we don't gotta be sad no more that we got the third pick. We don't have to be pouting and, 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 and whatnot. We 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 good. We, we have the chance to draft draft a great guard. We haven't had a, a dynamic guard in a long time to me. Dennis Smith Jr. is cool, but he's not dynamic, meaning his shooting is not that dynamic yet. Maybe it was the Dallas Mavericks not, you know, putting the right people around him. But he's on the Knicks now, and he's a Fizz kid, so I believe he will stay. Um, Frank Nicolino, I believe, is gone. Um, I'm going to talk about that with my co-host because I know he want to get into that. So, I, I don't want to talk about that right now, but... I'm, I'm good with RJ Barrett people And I believe that He can be a special player for us Really I believe he can You know And some A little more things about RJ Barrett And You know RJ Barrett 6 foot 7 203 pounds Posted a 5.3 offensive Box Plus minus rating 2.4 defensive Box plus minus minus. And had a 32.2 usage rating, you know. I, I, you know, I like RJ Barrett, man. He ain't Zion, but I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. I ain't panicking no more. I'm not going through the motions no more. Um, it's everything is fine with me. Everything is fine with me. So, I want to get into the next thing, right? So you hear. People talking about the Lakers and the Knicks. Well, L.A. versus New York for this year's free agency, right? So I want to try to listen to a little bit about what Stephen A. Smith was saying about the Knicks and the Lakers, and I want y'all to listen to this real quick, a little, a little bit.
3: Uh, and Steve Mills and Scott Perry. If you're Anthony Davis and you're going to New York, the likelihood is that KD and Kyrie or or somebody of that ilk is coming with you. You're not going there by yourself. In Los Angeles, a legitimate argument could be made. There There are very, the fears rather, are very, very real that LeBron James is gonna end up there by himself, that nobody is going to come and join him, and he's gonna be left there for the the first three years in L.A., completely empty-handed. And so, when I look at New York, believe it or not, as moribund as they have been, led by James Dolan, Max, which you have decried on many, many occasions, the bottom line is because of Steve Mills and Scott Perry, we are sitting here wondering what's going to transpire in free agency. But as the at the look of things right now, the New York Knicks actually appear to be a better organization uh, than the Los Angeles Lakers magic is gone I think that Scott Perry is widely respected and would be a better recruiter for other talent he still, he clearly knows and if you look at his resume he's been associated with some big time talent in Detroit in Orlando and other places where he has worked in terms of getting talent there and developing the talent that they've had and so he's widely respected throughout the league because of that and I think as a result of it we look at them and we say in my opinion Anthony Davis uh, between New York and LA New York would be the better situation
2: Now (laughs) I find it so funny It feels like The Lakers are turning into the Knicks And the Knicks are turning into the Lakers (laughs) And I find that to be so funny How dysfunctional the Lakers are You don't know who's in power Janie Buss runs the Lakers like a mom pop shop Like a family pizzeria she runs it like like I, I I don't know what's going on in Lakeland LeBron James as I said it before that's my goat I am 29 years old and LeBron James is the best player of all time in my opinion Jordan is number 1 he's unspoken for I can't that I if Jordan was God then LeBron is my Jesus I I can't mention Jordan because he was that great so he just exed out my head, and I just think LeBron is the best player of all time. Jordan is just in another world, and I, I, I'm 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 in a good mood, man, because Magic Johnson quit on the Lakers. They don't know who's coming to them in free agency, and they might have to get up, give up the farm. Just to get Anthony Davis. How beautiful is that? But I want to get into this Kevin Durant and Warriors talk. I want to get into that. And Kevin Durant, great player. Is he top 10 all time to me? No. Why you think that is? Because he's on the Warriors. Um, Kevin Durant is NBA All-Second Team this year you think he should be on the first team yes why he's not on the first team because he's on the warriors um why don't kevin durant never get votes for defensive player of the year because he's on the warriors <laughs> so it's like you know and then you come out with these articles talking about kevin durant to the clippers i think it's damage control as I've heard on, on, on Nothing But Nick's YouTube channel, shout out to Nothing But Nick's with sending those guys. I appreciate y'all. Nick a time show. Nothing but Nick's, Nick Fan TV. I love those guys, man. Those guys, they, they are the truth. I love them. I love them to death. But you know, I call it damage control, you know. People saying 95% on the dotted line. Durant is coming to the Knicks. And this, that, and the third. You hear Rich Climbing talking about... Kevin Durant's agent, by the way, talking about, oh, me and KD isn't 100% decided upon where he's going to go. Um, we'll know sooner or later. So people talking about the Clippers. If you go to the Clippers, the Clippers is still... LA is still the Laker land It's still Laker You're in LeBron's building There's no point in going to the Clippers There's no history there There's no Lore there There's no Oh he's a Clipper Let's go whoop de doo No No Mm -mm. You don't go to the Clippers You want to enhance your legacy You want to enhance your brand You want to shake that notion that you joined a 73-9 team That did not need you That obviously don't need you in these playoffs Because they just swept Portland You want the notion of I am one of the top five players of all time I am Kevin Durant, like you said Come to the Knicks I understand you want to enhance your brand I understand that you moved Your company's to New York 35 ventures. Understand that you bought property in New York But If I'm the Knicks I'm selling KD on Legacy and basketball Why did he leave OKC? Basketball reasons He didn't leave because of Russell Westbrook In my opinion Russell Westbrook is a great player Little ball hog-ish at times But he's a great player But He left Because of the whole basketball idea, how he was playing, how Russell Westbrook was perceived as the leader, how the fan base didn't love him as much as Russell Westbrook and I believe KD just wants to be embraced and he wants to change the narrative on his legacy and he wants to enhance his own brand. So this is where the Anthony Davis trade Don't make sense to me because If Kevin Durant wants all the credit You take one all-star with you A superstar with you to New York A la Kyrie A la Kemba or a guard You get Kawhi Leonard or somebody And you take us to the championship You don't need that much help You're great You don't need that much help We got help over here for you I don't believe every kid, every fish kid is going to stay. I believe all the draft picks from last year is going to stay and all the draft picks from this year is going to stay. I believe Frank is gone and I believe Dotson is gone because they're Phil Jackson picks. So you get the we have five open roster spots for you, KD. You pick the five guys you want to join you. You just pick them. You pick who you want to play basketball with. We cleared the cap space just for you. Remember that Carmelo Anthony trade? And how it looked so good at first, and it died out after one season because you traded all the young talent on the roster. Don't get me wrong, you traded Timothy Mozgov, Wilson Chandler. Okay, cool. Gallinari, they—they they, they, productive players. None of them are all stars. None of them. None of them are superstars. But who knows what would have happened if they would have stayed as a Nick? Who knows? What would happened? Who would have became an all-star Along with Carmelo Anthony Who knows But you have to build a stable winner You cannot put all of your eggs in the basket On three max deals You can't You see how that Miami Heat team Just four years of greatness Poof Gone I don't want that I don't want the 2008 Celtics I don't want that Russian Go get Anthony I don't want that But for KD Do you want another guy to steal your shot? Do you want Anthony Davis to come over here and try to take some of your shine? I don't think he don't. I don't think he want that. I think he want to be the big dog. He wants to be the face of the franchise. If you want to be the face of the franchise, you come here first. You bring who you want here. This is my locker room. These are my young guys. You know, that's what we have a lot to offer. him. You have businesses and you have the garden legacy play. I'm gonna tell it like how how Tracy Morgan said it: the garden is Rome, Rome. What gladiator don't want to fight in Rome? Who don't want to battle in the garden? Every player come here, they come here and they want their garden moment. I'm sick of that nonsense. Excuse my language, Matt I gotta get more. I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of that shit. If you're a real Knicks fan, I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of dudes coming in the garden thinking they can just have a garden moment. It's annoying now. I want people to come in the garden. Well, I, I hope I have a garden moment. You know, the, the, the Knicks is tough. I want people to be scared to come here. I want to be feared. That's what I want. I want guys in the locker room like Patrick Beverly. Fear me. I want you to be feared. I want rough and tough guys. I want gangsters in my locker room. Like Stephen A. Smith said, I want one goon. I need a goon in this locker room. If that's Marcus Morris, you get me Patrick Beverly. I need some goon. I need some goons in here. I need some goons. I need some goons with KD. Period. You give me five vets. Um KD, Kyrie, Melo. Patrick Beverly DeAndre Jordan That's five guys right there Then you got Lance Thomas That's six And I take Vince Carter That's seven That's seven vets right there That's a couple dudes who need rings And that's a couple dudes I would love for them to Be on this team And win a ring with us You know but that's my pitch to KD. My pitch is straight legacy and basketball reason. You want to play basketball the right way? I believe Fisdale is the coach that will allow you to do that. You, got, you, you, you will be on a team with a bunch of unselfish guys with no egos because there is no leader on this team. There's no leader in our locker room. And if KD wants to play a certain way, he can get these guys to play the way he wants to play. You got to pass the ball. You have to make plays for your teammates. You got to be unselfish. This is why I say... Steph Curry's the best He's the greatest point guard ever to me He's the greatest ever to me I I can't People say Curry's not Curry is the greatest point guard ever to me man That guy is great man He Best leader ever Um Never got his coach fired Um Um so unselfish best point guard ever about to be a four-time NBA champion two-time MVP I'm I'm taking Steph Curry over um Magic Johnson excuse me I'm taking Curry over Magic Johnson I'm I'm sorry I love you Magic five-time NBA champion love you brother but I'm taking Curry over you I'm sorry the three-point shooting the leadership the, just everything about Curry I'm taking Curry over Magic Johnson I'm taking Curry over any point guard In any era I don't care I don't care Stephen Curry's only come around once every 20 years You had Magic Johnson And 20 years later you got a Stephen Curry Those guys come around once Generational talent Steph Curry played, changed the way guys play Everybody want to shoot threes now Your center got to shoot threes Got my boy Mitchell Robinson on, on Instagram Shooting threes so, you know, I, I I love Curry, but back to Kevin Durant, you know, I, I I used to love KD. I used to love KD. And then he went to Golden State, and that pissed me off, man. And I told my friend Cal, that year, Kevin Durant might go to Golden State if he doesn't win a title this season, bro. I, t- I warned him about that, too. Warned him about that. It's crazy how... Just like Richard Jefferson said, LeBron's greatest feat was his greatest demise. You come back from a 3 1 deficit on the 73 and nineteen, punch them to have Draymond Green go to the go to the damn parking lot, cry on his phone to Kevin Durant, yo, we need you in the Bay Area. That's how, yo, that's why LeBron is so great. LeBron is so great. They needed Kevin Durant, not for no other team. Just for LeBron, not for no other team though. Just for that one man, because they say, you know what? We cannot beat LeBron with another All Star, and it's just us three. We can't do it. We can't beat him. That's what heightens LeBron's legacy to me even more. Le Jordan, they never had to face four All Stars, two MVPs in their prom on the same team. Woof! Jesus Christ. But. Yeah man But shoutouts to everybody tuning in I appreciate it This was part 2 Of part 1 Knicks getting The number 3 overall draft pick Shoutouts to everybody tuning in State of the New York Knicks podcast Go follow me on Twitter State of the the New York State of New NY 1 Or State of the New York Knicks Go follow me on Instagram, S-L-I-Z-Z-Y-T-A-K-E, Slizzy take. State of the New York Knicks. Holla at everybody. I'm out. Peace.